<laughs> round three of the uh, intro. Got to get right for the for the people for the the, the millions of people listening around the world. Um, coming at you know another edition of Here in Their Sports on the Monday after Selection Sunday, uh, where the whole March Madness field was announced. Um, Ethan, how was that intro? Well, I, I thought I mean this is your third try, and you still didn't do the Dick Vitale intro that I told you to. You still didn't do the CBS <laughs> Sports theme song again. Copyright infringement, Johnson. So I I don't. I don't want a lawsuit on our hands, Ethan. Okay. Okay. Well, you I'm know looking what? out both for my, the financial side of this. Both my parents were lawyers, so I, I can give them a smoke. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, what do you want to start? With? You want to start with Final Four predictions, sleeper teams? What are you feeling? Uh, we can start off with Final Four teams, and then kind of digress into my whack predictions, my whack ass picks for the upsets. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, who you got in your uh, coming out of the East region? Oh man, I got Duke out of the East region. Um, it's really just tough to find someone else that could make it out of this region. Obviously, Duke being the favorite to win the whole thing. Michigan State actually, I think, is being overlooked. But I'm one of the people that overlooked them because I have them losing to Louisville. Unfortunately, last Ooh. year, last year I picked Michigan State to win the whole thing, and it didn't go so well for me. Uh, I have trust issues with Michigan State. But listen, Duke, I know that they've lost five games this season. I know that they've had their flaws. But here's the thing. With Zion Williamson healthy, they look so good. They've only lost two games when Zion played the full thing. And one of those games against Syracuse, Cam Reddish and Trey Jones weren't playing. So the only game that they lost when they were all at full strength uh, was by two on a neutral court against Gonzaga on their fifth game of the season and a starting lineup of all pretty much all freshmen. So Duke, I think is just going to really hit their stride. You know, when they got the top three players, uh, arguably in the recruit class last season, I told myself, you have to pick Duke next year. And there were some hiccups along the road, but now it appears that they're really, really going to hit their stride. I like Cam Reddish. If he gets hot, he's one of the best wing players in the game. Trey Jones is a true embodiment of a point guard. You know, he reflects what Coach K sort he seems like he sort of wants to reflect what Coach K is putting out on the court, which is what you want in a point guard. Obviously, RJ and Zion. Just too much star power with Duke. Yeah, I agree with you. I thought about Michigan State as a possible um not, not I don't want to say upset, but I mean right. I guess it would be, but Michigan State's a very good team, but as a possible upset pick in this region, but it's hard to go against Duke. I got Duke. Um, like you said, Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett are two studs. And then you have, I know Cam Reddish has been a little inconsistent at times, but you know, they can afford for him to be inconsistent when Zion and RJ Barrett are going right. crazy. Um, I just don't see, um, I could see them losing in the tournament, but I don't see them losing in the East. Um, I don't think, I think Michigan State is also a little bit on the younger side with Cassius March, who's a baller, but, he is a freshman. Um, I know Duke is – Zion's a freshman, but he plays like he's been in the NBA for a couple of years. So um, right. um, I, I, I'm going to take Duke in this in this region. Okay, we can move down to the West region. What are you seeing there? Uh, I got Michigan. I got uh, Michigan matching up against Gonzaga, and I have Michigan winning. I know they lost the Big Ten championship game, but <laughs> – I liked uh, what I saw there. They they could really shoot the ball well. Uh, they got uh, some veteran guards coming back, um, who are I believe juniors. Um, that team, you know, I I I 
Gonzaga is always a good team in the tournament, uh, but when it gets down to like the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, then I don't really trust them anymore. Um, that's just me. I pick Gonzaga to go pretty far in certain ones, and they've let me down. Um, so I'm, I'm going Michigan. Uh, I think they're a good squad, and I think their guard play will build out Duke Gonzaga. Okay, I disagree with you there. I'm not too sold on Michigan this season. I haven't really loved what I've seen from them after the first month or two of the season. And I think that Gonzaga – listen, Gonzaga has – they got the one seed, which was controversial. I think that it was justified. Gonzaga has a tough potential matchup in the second game against Syracuse. That that could be the scariest game they have to play in. And then they have to go and potentially play either Marquette, who's a good team, Murray State, who has John Morant, or Florida State, who they lost to last year. So Gonzaga has some scary games that they're going to have to play in in the early few rounds of this tournament. Um, but again, I'm not sold on Michigan. I actually have Texas Tech beating Michigan and Gonzaga beating Texas Tech in the Elite Eight. I mean, here's the deal. Say what you want about Gonzaga's schedule. I mean, it, it's it's frustrating that they're not in a good conference, but they were the best offensive team. They were one of the best defensive teams as well. There's not many teams that have that combination of offense and defense. They can shoot Zach Norvell Jr. Rui Hachimura is a top 10 NBA draft prospect, uh, as well as Brandon Clark, too. So I have Duke, or uh, excuse me, yet, well, Gonzaga facing up against Duke in the Final Four, Gonzaga winning the West, and also I get to go down to Minneapolis for the Final Four if Gonzaga makes it. So that might be a little biased there. Ah, that'd be a little fun. I, uh, I, I, I get Gonzaga, but I don't like, and obviously they can't do anything about this because it's of the conference they plan, but they are one and two against the top 25 in Michigan, seven and three. Uh, they're a little bit more battle tested. Um, Jordan Poole was a beast last year in the tournament, and I expect him. Uh, I really love that right. veteran leadership. I think he'll be able to uh, uh, calm some of the young guys down. Um, and they're a great defensive team. They rank uh, uh, seventh in effective field goal percentage in the, their top defense, according to Ken Palm. So, um, uh, that'll be that should be a good matchup if that happens right. in the lead eight. Right, yeah, that's fair. Um, Gonzaga, you know, they had the two losses road against North Carolina and Tennessee. Those are very tough games, and they didn't get blown out. They beat Duke on a neutral court. Obviously, some people will be scared off by their loss in the conference championship against St. Mary's, where yes, they looked atrocious, but we'll see. I mean, Gonzaga's a dilemma every year, and time will tell how they. I think that. They just have the talent to win the region this year. But I can understand why people would be scared off. Yeah, and I, I like your Texas Tech Elite Eight pick. I think they're a possible sleeper Final Four team, actually. Um, uh, I, I watch them a lot because KU plays them in the Big 12. Um, and they're a very good squad. They they could easily beat Michigan in the Sweet 16 and go play Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. But I got Michigan. Okay, so next we have the South region, which – is a very interesting region up and down. It's got Virginia, Tennessee, the defending champion Villanova, Oregon, Wisconsin. Who do you have in this region? I took Virginia, but I'm not sure I'm going to keep it. I, I really took a hard <coughs> look at, at Villanova. Um, I, I, I love that they were there last year. I know that they're a six seed, but Jay Wright's a great head coach, and um, I think they could they could make a run. Um, I, liked, I like the Oregon Ducks, actually, to get to the Sweet 16. Um, uh, Kansas State is a good squad, but they lost Dean Wade. So, mm-hmm. 
that that region I could see or that part of the bracket could I could see some upsets with UC Irvine and Oregon beating Wisconsin. Uh, I do not trust Purdue. Uh, that <laughs> Purdue uh, right. lets them yeah. down every year, so uh, I have them going one round. And um, but Tennessee's uh, not a joke either. So uh, I have Virginia coming out right now, but but uh, Tennessee and Villanova are both uh, very good. Right. As as long as Virginia can make it past Gardner Webb, right? That's yeah. Gardner Webb will be the toughest uh, matchup of the tournament. Yeah, um, yeah. I think this region has a lot of intrigue. I agree with most of the stuff you said. I think that Dean Wade might actually come back and play. I know he was in a brace, but he hasn't been ruled out of the tournament entirely yet. So I had Kansas State advancing to the Elite Eight. Actually, I had them knocking off Virginia. I really like Kansas State. Um, Xavier Sneed and Dean Wade and Barry Brown and Giala, Giara. I, I can't really pronounce his name. But hmm. I know that Kansas State had a really good crop of guys last year that made the Elite Eight in a discombobulated South region. And they return a lot of those guys this year as well as they didn't have Dean Wade in the tournament last year. So I think Kansas State goes to the Elite Eight where I actually have them losing to Villanova. Um, I know that Villanova is a six seed, and I know that they have looked very inconsistent at times this season. But listen, I love the coaching of Jay Wright. I love the culture and consistency of Villanova. It's hard to argue with three, two out of the last three national championships. They have Phil Booth, two-time national champion, and he's been playing you know, out of this world this year. He's been amazing, their go-to guy. They also have Eric Pascal, who can score and rebound effectively in any situation. I would say I would like them to get Javon Quinterly involved a little bit more because I think he's a talented scorer, and they're going to need a little bit more talent off the bench. But I actually went with this region having Villanova winning the South. Yeah, I, I like that pick. Um, I think Villanova is obviously – the defending t- champs, so you got to knock them off. Right. Um. This this region, I could see a lot of upsets. Yeah, happening. for sure. Uh. All right. Now down to the Midwest. What are you thinking? Okay. Well, this is a tough one to pick because I have my Washington Huskies in the bracket, and due to that, you know, I've waited eight years to see these guys play in the NCAA tournament again. So I have them advancing to the Sweet Sixteen, which <laughs> is fine. But unfortunately, it means I have them beating North Carolina in the round of 32. I really don't want to eliminate North Carolina that early. But I picked Washington to move on, which means that I have Kentucky actually blowing past that region. And I have Kentucky winning the Midwest, beating Wofford, Iowa State, and Auburn. You know, love him or hate him, Coach Calipari is an excellent gamesman. And they have so many weapons, Keldon Johnson. Tyler Hero, Ashton Higgins, and P.J. Washington's game – oh, Reed Travis. And P.J. Washington's game has developed so much. He cost them a Sweet 16 game with some missed free throws. But his free throw percentage has gone up immensely. His three-point percentage has gone up almost 30 – I think it's gone up 30%. So he's developing as a player. Kentucky has so many weapons. Uh, especially if they can keep getting Emmanuel quickly involved more. So I have Kentucky going with, I don't want to say an easy path to the championship but or to the region, but not needing to beat North Carolina. I, uh, this is a tough one for me because uh, my heart's in KU, rock right. chalk. But um, uh, I have I – have, 
KU going to the Sweet 16. Um, I have Kentucky coming out of the region right now. I like Kentucky. Uh, like I said, P.J. Washington, all the guys you just mentioned, Coach Calipari, um, that, that's, that's a great squad. I actually think they're better than North Carolina. Um, they, 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 they play really well together, and they got, you know, Luke, Luke May is a, is a dominant big man. Um, I think they're going to be a tough out, and I think I think they also got a decently, not a hard, at least in the the bottom section of the Midwest bracket, they're not too many big upset teams. I think is are uh, possible there. Right. Um, but that if 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 KU can find a way to get to the Sweet Sixteen where we played in Kansas City, that would be uh, crazy in a setting up a potential matchup between North Carolina and Kansas, which would be awesome. Uh, Roy Williams uh, versus Bill Self, which would has many storylines there, but um, yeah, I, I'm going with Kentucky. I think they're the best team in in the Midwest. Okay, so I have Duke versus Gonzaga in my fight. Or should we share who we think is going to go and win the championship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, so all right, well, let's let's wait till next week because uh, okay. we we gotta let our brackets. Uh... Well, right by next week, half these teams could be out for all we know. But we have expert picks, so though that's not okay. gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm right, well, okay. All right. No, let's let's go through. Are you go? You got Duke okay. Gonzaga. What do you think? Right. I got Duke Gonzaga, who, in my opinion, are the number one and two best teams in the country. But I had Duke winning this game and going to the championship. I know that Gonzaga beat Duke earlier, but Duke's coming back, and they're coming back stronger and more experienced. Okay, I got uh, Duke and Michigan playing, and I got Duke. Uh, I they're the better team, and they're, I don't think they're gonna lose to a Michigan team that lost to Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship. Okay. Gosh, I I hope we didn't both pick Duke to win the championship because spoiler alert, I picked Duke to win mine. But then in my other matchup, I have Villanova and Kentucky, and I think that Villanova's run ends there. Very very respectable Final Four. Um, for a great program, but Kentucky has so much more firepower in my opinion and just matches up a lot better in that game so i have duke and kentucky in my championship with i have uh virginia playing kentucky and i have kentucky we did not plan this but we both have the same two teams in the national championship <laughs> okay um but uh, i have kentucky uh I, I i really like kentucky i i saw them play earlier this year versus ku and they they really shut them down um, and I try trust John Calpari and uh, Luke right. May. Who do you got winning it all? I said I have Duke beating Kentucky and winning it all. Oh, uh, okay. I have Kentucky, uh, winning everything. I think Duke's magical, uh, run ends there, and Zion Williamson will become a future Laker. Uh, after that, put on the purple and gold, and uh, <laughs> he's gonna get everyone. <laughs> just... Everyone. We're getting Kawhi, Katie, and Zion. <laughs> They're going to get Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, and Kobe's coming back out of retirement. And Thanos and Iron Man and Captain America. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I think I think Kentucky wins the whole thing. Uh, and uh, Duke's a very good squad. But I, I do think there's not an invincible team this year, unlike a couple years ago, that, that uh, Kentucky team. that They actually right. ended up losing, but that, that team coming right, in the tournament right. was like – They lost. <laughs> But but that team coming into the tournament, it was like wow. I mean, they're they're going to take a miracle. It took Wisconsin, who was in the one seed, to uh, beat them. But uh, I think Kentucky wins it again this year. Not again. But. Okay. 
So now that we've got the chalk boring picks out of the way, it's time to make this a little more fun and pick some upsets that we see happening in the first round, second round, who's going to be the next Loyola Chicago, UMBC, you could say. And, you know, most of these, if not all, will probably end up being wrong. But if there's just one needle in the haystack, crazy prediction that ends up being right, I'd say it's a success. So wow, what a way to hype up this segment. Um, <laughs> these are all going to be wrong. But... <laughs> um, I got uh, – fun fact, I picked uh, Loyola Chicago to go to the Sweet 16 last year. Um, just want to throw that out there. Um, I picked UMBC to beat Virginia. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I got uh, two Sweet 16 teams that I got making it to the uh, Sweet 16, obviously. Um, I got two 12 seeds, actually. I got Oregon uh, making it out of the South region. I really like Oregon. They're, they won the Pac-12 uh, tournament against the Washington Huskies. They're extremely hot coming into the tournament. I talked about them a little bit earlier. They lost Bull Bull, as you say his name, midway through the year. He's supposed to be a, he's going to be a top NBA prospect, and everyone kind of wrote them off. But uh, here they are, and they worked their way in the tournament. Um, by again beating the Washington Huskies. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and my other uh, sleep, not totally a sleeper pick, they're kind of a sexy sleeper pick. Um, is Murray State. I have making uh the Sweet Sixteen out of the West Region. They got John Morant. Um, and that's really all we need to know. <laughs> he's a monster, <laughs> and he's gonna go be a top uh pick in the NBA draft uh coming up. And I, I you know, you need you need a dominant scorer in the tournament and John Moran can do everything and you know, whatever game he's playing in outside of maybe they're playing Duke, he's going to be the best player on the floor. So I'm, I'm rolling with that. Yeah. Um, I like the Murray state pick. Here's the deal. Oregon lost to Texas Southern <laughs> with bull bulls. I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but they also beat I, the Washington Huskies. <laughs> did they really? <laughs> um, okay. So, I have Belmont advancing to the Sweet 16. Uh, some people listening might be saying, no, but Belmont's not going to be LSU. Well, listen, good thing, I don't have playing. good thing I don't have Belmont playing LSU because I have Yale upsetting LSU. LSU is without their coach. They, they just got blown out in the SEC tournament. I haven't been very high on them all season. Yale's a hot shooting so team. So let me get this right. You're picking the 12, no, the 11 11- and 14 seed to 11, match 14. up in the round that three would two. Be, so every, that would be correct. Everyone, uh, the key takeaway here is to get in money brackets with Ethan Kilbra. <laughs> <laughs> as much money as possible. I don't know. I mean, you still haven't paid me yet. So I mean, <laughs> I knew about it yesterday, and I got to get it to <laughs> Seattle. But, you know, that'll happen. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, but here's the deal. Belmont is in a play-in game with Temple, so – if Belmont loses, I can say, hold on, I don't want the Owls in the Sweet 16, and I can change my pick. But as of right now, we got the Belmont Bruins in the Sweet 16 until their Cinderella run comes crashing down by the Louisville Cardinals. So, so hold on. The Michigan State Spartans. So that was a real bold prediction. Belmont is going to get in the Sweet 16, but if yep. they lose tomorrow or Wednesday, um, then you will change your pick. If they if they lose, yeah, yes. So if they lose, I don't want Temple in the Sweet Sixteen, which means that I, I'm gonna have to really think about either Maryland or Yale. Okay. So I, okay. I, it would, you know, it would probably end up being Maryland in that situation. But 
maybe if that happens, I get scared of underdogs altogether, and I say, LSU, you're back in the mix. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Uh, anything could happen, but as of right now, we got Belmont in the Sweet 16. Uh, the most annoying thing of all time when you're picking brackets is when right before the brackets lock, you change your mind on a pick, uh, and then you like, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to pick the underdog, I'm going to pick the underdog, and then you take the higher seed, and the underdog wins. Yeah. So, funny story is that I picked Pennsylvania to beat Kansas last year in the first round. Penn was a 16. And this was oh. – I used to, I used to write, write quite a bit in a website that I had. I, I don't do it too much anymore because now I've got this podcast. But I wrote in it, if a 16 seed beats a 1 seed this year, it will be the Penn Quakers beating Kansas. Oh. Well, hmm. that, 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 that didn't end up panning out so well. That looked okay for about 30 minutes into the game and then 10 minutes out. Right, right. But listen, Kansas is playing Northeastern this year, and I'm I picked Kansas to win, but it's it's close to 50-50 right now. I mean, Kansas, Azubuki has obviously been out all season. LeGerald Vick left the team. He was their second leading scorer. They've just seemed, you know, injured, and they lost to West Virginia this year. They haven't been able to win on the road. They've only you're picking a team that their name is Directions Northeastern. (laughs) It's Northeastern. They don't even have a name. They don't have Northeastern has (laughs) Northeastern. A, if you ever get lost, you know where to go. And B, (laughs) they have five five scorers on their squad who have. 39.5% 39.5% or above three-point shooting. And three-point shooting, as I've said, is maybe the most important thing to make an upset in this tournament. Hmm. So, yeah. I, I don't it, – it's really either that or they get clapped by Auburn in the second round. So, it, it, oh. oh, Well, you know, I beg to differ since Devon Dawson's a great point guard in this country. And they still have uh, uh, Dedrick Lawson, who's a beast playing for Kansas at power forward. Um, you know, I'm really looking at that Utah State-Washington game, and I'm thinking <laughs> – that's wow. why I'm upset. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking that Utah State team is just is so. That's this is actually not joking. Utah State is a really good team. They get overlooked because they play in the Mountain West Conference, but they played uh, San Diego State. They played Nevada. They won a couple games, um, and they, they could beat North Carolina in the round of 32. Well, listen. I mean, Washington. I don't want to talk about Washington too much, but Matisse Thibault, in my opinion, is. <laughs> maybe the best defender in college basketball. It's either him oh. or Trey Jones of Duke or DeAndre Hunter of Virginia. One of those three is the best defender in college basketball. They only lost by two at Gonzaga. Uh, their only other non-conference losses were against Auburn, Virginia Tech, and Minnesota, who were all tournament teams. They slipped up against Cal, but they only lost three games in the Pac-12 at ASU and at Oregon and at Cal, who those are respectable teams besides Cal. They just slipped up in that game. So Washington could also they have three they have three seniors in their starting lineup. So yeah, I mean actually I picked Washington to beat North Carolina as far as that goes. Mm, okay, all right. Well, uh, we're gonna come at, uh, come back next week with another podcast following all the action this weekend. Um, it should, it should be going this weekend. What time does uh Kansas play? Uh, one o'clock on Thursday. I will be. What class you got? I do not have class. I'm done at 1224 because I have Jeez. three classes at an off roll. And I will do be... school in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, we have sun in San Diego. We have, we have things to do. We have places to be, the beach. It was 75 degrees here today. Mm. 
You guys miss how many days for snow? Well, you know what? Here in Bellevue, we have technology that we have to get to. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Microsoft, and then Microsoft, Amazon, Boeing, and Starbucks, among others. It's um, a lot of fun. Okay. Well, what class do you have? Uh, well, I, I'm not planning on watching the kids Northeastern. Oh game. yeah, it's true. I have AP chemistry, but I'm not too worried. About oh, okay, so you. You have AP chemistry, and I'll be on my couch watching uh, the Kansas game. Okay. Well, yeah. The so problem Friday... is Thursday. Thursday, I have a math test, third period. So they make us put our phones in this little thing, this little right. holder, and I'm not going to be able to live stream under my desk. Ah, that. well, that's tough. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, my life's hard. Well, we'll get back on – Probably Monday because the first round happens Thursday and Friday, and then it goes right into round 32 games Saturday and Sunday. So we'll wait till the dust settles next week, probably a week from today, and then we will go into our updated because everything will be screwed up. So we'll go into our updated projections if it'll even mean anything anymore. Yep. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.